0: Welcome to the Military Millionaire Podcast, where we teach service members, veterans, and their families how to build wealth through personal finance, entrepreneurship, and real estate investing. I'm your host, David Perret, and together with my co-host, Alex Felice, we're here to be your no BS guides along the most important mission you'll ever embark on, your finances. Vehicle one, you're cleared to depart friendly lines. Run! Roger, vic
1: one oscar mike I oh you- hey
0: you made the podcast
1: i thought do you want to can we introduce you want to introduce the world to kate miss kate
0: yeah miss i mean kate. we already started i figured that this would be a show where i don't let you talk for like 20 minutes before we hit record are you laughing at him so i cracked a beer and we're rolling this is miss kate world you cracked a beer yeah, really? it's like uh, one David? thirty. Oh, since we're okay. we're talking we're talking New Year goals. You drink a David. beer when you talk about wins from twenty twenty one, right? Yeah.
1: Can you just give me something you think I like? <laughs> um, you know, I love I love civilian David because um, the military, the structure, really makes people kind of adapt to that structure rather than letting themselves be themselves and um you know david set up the war room our group meeting and for me it's 9 30 p.m um just like we used to record this podcast at like freaking you know 8 9 p.m for two years and then david gets out of the military and he's like i'm not showing up to the war room at nine thirty. it's too late uh so he doesn't show up anymore and so all of us are sitting there in this late ass meeting that we only do it late to us uh, to to appease David's busy schedule. And now that he doesn't have a schedule, he's like, why would I do that? So,
0: and this, and now- ladies and gentlemen, is what we call controlling the narrative. And if you listen to one side, the bullshit you believe is astounding, but I'm not going to defend myself. We're going to push today. We're talking about 2021 wins and 2022 goals. And uh, Alex is wearing a not quite pink shirt because he didn't all the way sell out. Correct.
1: I do not sell out. I uh, I can't. Uh, there's no amount of money in the world that I care about. To uh... I made a video, right? I bleed. I live in bleed pink, bro. I'm not giving it up.
0: I know. Yeah, oh. I felt like an asshole last night when I realized the call was going on, but I also was like sitting at the dinner table with my family for Christmas It was like, "Hey, <laughs> oops." Uh, all good. Uh, as with anything, uh, I'm not
1: busting your chops about any specific instance i'm busting your chops and i will find any way to do it that just happened to be the easiest one in front of me yeah um but uh while we're on the top of the war room before we get really into it i would like to use this platform that you have given me to solicit our listeners something that i get nothing for i don't get paid for the war room in any capacity i don't I don't know. I can't imagine you're making much money on it, um, but there, there is a definitely a paid uh, aspect to the war room. And for more than anything, um, it is a barrier to entry to make sure that you are serious. And it is a small barrier to entry. It's, uh, can, I say it, can I say it on here?
0: Yeah, I don't care. Yeah.
1: It's $50 a month. It's not much money. And for anybody you know, on the fence or wondering if they should, I'll say this. It changed my life. I wouldn't be wearing this if it wasn't for the war Room. Um, and it's a way to get in touch with people who are beyond your current capability. And I'll say the other thing is, the same reason why I'm thinking about joining GoBundance, it's not because I can afford it, it's because uh, I really, I probably, if it seems like it's a lot of money, that's okay. The trick is you get in, and then the interesting thing is it's like an investment. You start making more than enough to cover the cost of the, the, the group. So just wanted to give a pitch, a little, a win for David Perret and his war room mastermind, which is, uh, I mean, it is for all intents and purposes now changing lives for the better and changing the trajectory of people's lives. It's not that you go and show up one meeting. It's that, you know, I've been in the war room two years now and I'll be in the war room for another, you know, till it's dead. And my life trajectory is forever changed and it takes some time, but if you're on the fence, join the war room in a few years, you'll be a different person and you'll
0: be better for it. That's It's crazy. Some of the things that have happened in that group since we, uh, since we started it and man, you're right on about GoBundance. Uh, Won't name names because you know who I'm talking about, but I mean, I got introduced, I joined GoBundance and in the onboarding process, they introduced me to two guys that were in my market in GoBundance, one of which I already knew. I just didn't know he was in GoBundance and the other one, we went to lunch and by the end of lunch. He had basically told me he had eighty million dollars to buy real estate with this year, and he would give me a five percent equity stake in anything I found that he wanted. Being around, like, look, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm convinced that
1: some money, like, that's the bullshit meter. Business, business is a, all business is people business. Yeah. All business and people is people business. Every dollar you're ever gonna make, there's no money tree. It's, it's a, it's a man made. Um, it's a man-made thing. I got a, I got landscapers at my house today. It's a man-made thing, right? So every dollar you're ever going to make is going to come from another human being. So if you just get around the right human beings, money solves itself. So uh, I love that for you. Uh, I think I'm going to join maybe, maybe this year, maybe next year. I don't know. It's still a little scary. It's a, Did it's you if you're boy.
0: going on the, as a guest? I don't think so. Oh, well, I'll let you know how it is. All I got, right. I, got a, I got a bunch of
1: transitions going on right now. So, um, yeah, so not really good timing for me.
0: Didn't the military teach you anything? Like, the answer is always more chaos.
1: I have a lot of chaos right now.
0: <laughs> All right, hey, so that. real quick, I'm going to pause this. Well, not pause this, but just whatever. Uh, this is actually the first episode that's going to air where we're doing this. So to let the listeners know kind of what's going on, Alex and I... Well, there's, there's two ways to word it. One is uh, the pretentious way, which is we got really sick of hearing the same story over and over again, and it was super unfulfilling. And we were like, ah, we need to find a different way to interview other people uh, because this needs to be something we enjoy as well. Uh, the not so pretentious way to say it is to just say we wanted to try something different because it's as fun as it is meeting new people. We had a couple episodes. I mean, we even had an episode this year where we didn't air it because they were just it was such a hard pitch multi-level I have no idea and we got burnout on people coming on like wanting to come on the show to just literally just sell crap and and solicit how awesome they were and and not be honest and so we were trying to figure out what to do with the show and we ultimately decided we were going to do like two episodes a month where it's just Alex and I, and we pick a topic and we talk and it's just a casual conversation. We just have fun. We, whatever. So like today we're talking about what we did over the last year, what we're looking forward to for the next year, you know, maybe some goals. So who knows, whatever. Uh, That's the point. It's whatever. And then we'll also do like one high level guest every month. So we're going to try to find some more Robert Kiyosaki's out there. And then we're also going to do like one and one or two episodes a month, depending on whatever, where it's just a friend. And we just do, you know, we bring a friend on. And instead of being an interview where we feel like we have to ask him a million questions, we just say, hey, this is our friend. He's fucking awesome at taxes. And we're all going to talk about tax bullshit for an hour. And it's going to be fun. It's going to be light. It's going to be easy conversations. And you're going to probably get more out of it because it's the kind of conversations where, you know, Alex and I are asking questions that we want answers to and having fun and, and just talking about whatever so I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna wing it. We're gonna see what happens. We hope you guys enjoy it as much as we do. But this is episode one of the new and improved Military Millionaire Podcast, and I think this is actually like episode one fifty eight or some shit like that. One fifty six. So
1: that's awesome. One hundred and fifty. I love it. Um. Yep. Uh, I. Yeah. Well said. Um. I think definitely the interview, like who are you? Tell us your story format has been beaten to death. It's very difficult logistically to find great guests every week and have, um, them show that are, up. have them show up, have them be entertaining and have them not have ulterior motives. So logistically it's much easier for him and I to come on here and, and do our thing and then have other people come on. And then, um, yeah, there's definitely a, a, a level where, you know, hearing people's stories is, I'm sorry to say, it's just after two years of it. Um,
0: Oh, and then you bought another house. You do and next? you bought another house. And then you
1: bought another <laughs> house. Um, it's, and look, for our new users, for our new investors, rather, um, I understand that that's very valuable. And that's a piece that we're going to have to miss uh, as a trade-off. But I think instead, what you're going to get is you're going to get more nuanced conversations and a little bit of voyeurism into real real estate investing life. And I hope that that actually is more valuable. And um, I think I think we'll be better hosts for it. And that's what's most important, is that we can provide the most amount of value.
0: Yeah. And the so, only thing you're going to get solicited now is my OnlyFans. So. I mean, uh, sorry, this is PG. Uh, that's trying too hard. I should, Yeah. Uh,
1: hey, so. Anybody the- who's seen you on TikTok knows that you're trying too hard.
0: Dude, but that stuff is going crazy.
1: I, I couldn't care less. I could. 100,000 views at 30 seconds of pop. If you get 100,000 views on YouTube
0: at a 10-minute video. I know where you're going with this, but check this out. I got. I, I'd have to look at the exact math. Within a 24 hour period, I think I got 12 leads. Like, and these are these are leads that are, you know, worth something to me um, from one video. And so it's it's you don't make any money on TikTok, but right. they come, they come to YouTube, they come to Facebook, they come to Instagram, sure. and they email the crap out of you. I've never gotten as much engagement in my email from any platform as I do from a single video on TikTok. It's wild. Yeah, that's
1: interesting. I gotta get on TikTok, but I just don't like being on camera. So it's, yeah, it's uh, fucking
0: weird, man. It's yeah. awkward. I'm making videos I watch you, that are so stupid. And then I watch you, and I'm like, I really definitely don't want to do that. No, but they work. That's the that's I was I was like mind blown when I had that video get like three hundred thousand views, and I woke up with like a hundred emails, and I was like, okay, I've never gotten more than like an email a day from Instagram. Maybe I've never yeah. been. I've never physically been able to go. Holy crap, that one piece of content drove this. And with TikTok, yeah. it's totally doable. It's really I'm happy
1: weird. for you. I'm not knocking it. I uh, Yeah, I, I don't know. It doesn't seem like something I can do, but I haven't really tried. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's working for you. Yeah, I'm
0: still um, surprised But it is it. very
1: easy to make fun of you because you're ridiculous.
0: Oh, you want to talk? Uh, we talked to uh, voyeurs. You, you mentioned voyeurism and, and inside the uh, real estate. Did you see my Instagram story yesterday? No. Okay. Yeah. I figured you don't watch anything I do. I don't watch anything you do. We don't watch anything anyone. Okay. But let me, let me share something awesome with you. You'll love this. As a good guy who's risk averse. I'll set the, I'll make the setting real quick. The setting is inherited tenant. Sanford and sons type tenant, right? Just hoarder house.
1: I did see this.
0: Okay. So for everyone else. So they, the, the city came out, I got a two page code violation list from the city of all the crap in this dude's yard. And, and, and we're like, Hey city, there's a tenant. Like I can't. So I go to the tenant. We're like, Hey, can we help you clean up? He's like, fuck you guys. We're like, okay. So we go to the city. We're like, Hey, can we kick him out? He's paying rent. And, but like, you want this fixed, but I can't fix it. Cause he's a tenant. And the city's like, nah, just whenever his lease is up, like clean it up, but they keep sending me these notices. Right. So I'm like, Oh my God. Like every month it's like, Hey city, we still can't evict him. Like, what do you want me to do? Finally, he decides out of the graciousness of his own heart to stop paying rent. So we're like, all right, well, hey, dude, um, if you clean all this crap up, we won't evict you. Just get out of here. Doesn't want anything to do with it. So we're like, okay, well, we'll clean all your crap up. Won't evict you, like whatever. Trying to play nice with this guy. That never works. So anyway, so we end up evicting him. We go in the house yesterday after the eviction. And homeboy left everything he owned behind. It's still a hoarder house. I gonna. Mean, it's probably going to cost me 1500 bucks to get my junk guy to clean it out. But he took all the wiring out of the entire fucking house, which is going to luckily I have insurance and, and cash reserves in that LLC. Uh, but I mean, easily to pull all the sheetrock off and rewire the entire house is 20 grand flat. No, I mean, there's, I would be a mad, I would not be surprised if it's closer to 25 or 30. So um, I mean, we got to. It's not a big house, but literally rewire the entire house, which means re-sheet sheetrocking the entire house. And as you know better than anyone else, the beauty of something like replacing wiring and sheetrock is it doesn't make the unit rent ready and it doesn't increase value. So that is twenty grand that you throw into a house, and I still have to go do the floors, the paint, clean the place out. Like, and this is on a house that's worth like sixty five grand. So, um,
1: bro, insurance.
0: Yeah. So luckily, so that's, that's the saving grace. And that's the inside peak here, right? Is this is like felony level vandalism. We're going to end up probably filing a charge. Uh, we're not going to get anything out of it, but it's more of those like the police reports done. We know who did it. We're going to probably be like, Hey dude, here you go. Um, because it, you'll be, what you'll do
1: is you'll be able to get um, two things. Uh, if you get a felony police report, I believe you can get insurance to pay. Um, and secondly, you can, you know,
0: how old is he? He's probably an older fellow, um, yeah. but you know, you'll get a, you'll get a judgment. Yeah. And I'm not even worried about the, the money side from him. Right. Cause blood from a turnip. It's more yeah. the fact that like, if, if there's not something put on his record about this, the next landlord he goes to is never going to know and going to walk sure. into some dude. Who's such a shitty human being that they would literally do more work than they've done. And they haven't had a job in like four years. And so it's like, this guy doesn't like to work. The amount of effort it takes to do what he did to my house is pretty astounding given how little this dude likes to work. So that's I the This, Yeah. it's uh, <laughs> The whole house. It's like, Oh my God. It reminds me of um, what's that phrase that Will Ferrell I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Yeah. It's like, I called John cause this is one of the ones that we, he and I are partnered on. And I was just laughing. I was like, you want to hear something really funny? <laughs> and I told him, he's like, it's not really funny. I was like, well, Insurance said they're going to cover it. We've got a police report. Like we also have 25 grand in the reserve account for that LLC. So like no big deal. I mean, big deal, but like, you know, at some point in life, right. It's just like, well, it's part of the game, but.
1: Yep. Um, Yeah, that's part of it. Uh, So anybody who's listening, you know, reserves, bro, reserves and insurance and then luck. Some of it's just luck or bad luck. All right, David, tell me about your 2021. Tell me about your 2021 wins and losses.
0: Yeah, I mean, wins, left the military, uh, joined the reserves, right? So I guess that's still technically in the military, but whatever. Uh, uh, Financially free, right? I mean, I was on the fence about whether that was true or not, but after being essentially alone for the last seven months and no military pay for the last three and a half of that, I think I can officially say. We're, we're at least so far we're golden. So uh, those are wins really boosted my real estate portfolio. That's a win. Uh, Started building an off-market deal and hired some like legit employees. That's a win. Uh, Losses. Let's see. Uh, Relationship with family was a lot harder coming home from being a geo bachelor for so long than I thought it would be. And that's still kind of a rocky uh, gambit. A uh, lot learned a hard way about a lot of marketing spent a lot of marketing dollars on off market stuff that I didn't get back but I mean we got six properties under contract right now so it'll recoup in the long run uh, hotel that we bought has been just a money pit and it's totally our fault because we renovated the entire thing in the on season and then mm. we're ready to rock and roll in the off season yeah, yeah. So anytime
1: and- you want to do apartments and you have mass vacancies, you need that place filled in uh, like November. It needs to be filled in November going into December. Yep. People don't move in December and they freaking miss rents because they're paying for Christmas and whatnot. November, December, and January, we play have our places filled. We don't do evictions. We don't do, I mean, unless we have to, and we don't do renos.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it, you know, lesson learned, but ultimately we're going to be going into March with a, nice looking asset that's totally operational and ready to rock and roll. So like, again, one of those lessons that sucks, but uh, we were positioned in a way that it, it's not the end of the world. So uh, it, ultimately that property will be a win. It's just, you know, we haven't gotten to pull any cash out yet, but I mean, realistically stabilizing a new asset that big is um, pulling cash in the first couple of months is always a pipe dream anyway. So it's probably about it. Those are probably the big, high level wins and losses uh oh and i finished a half iron man officially which uh is a big win for me because a year prior to that i had my uh pcl replaced in my left knee and they told me i'd never be better than 90 percent, and that i probably probably good luck ever running distance again so it wasn't uh impressive time but it was a finish so yeah i don't know how do you do your goal setting
1: or, well we haven't got there yet actually
0: hang on. yeah how, we'll, did, how does that how does that compare against your goals for the year like all the stuff you just labeled uh, it's a good question because I could not find my like 20 so I, I do like a front and back page every year and I could oh you do
1: on a paper do you, do you not have a computer?
0: <laughs> I like I like writing like physically um, yeah. I am buying uh, one of those tablets where you can write and it uploads automatically. I have like all my goals in my journal. Google drive, bro. Google docs,
1: everything uploads automatically.
0: No, no. I mean like, uh, like, uh, like as far as actually like one of those tablets that feels like paper. So I, instead of using remarkable. Yeah. Well, a different one, but yeah. 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 Cause I I like, I remember things a lot better if I physically write it down and I like doodling. I like writing. So, um, but as far as I remember for most of my goals, I mean, the biggest one was leave the military and be able to stand on my own two feet accomplished i didn't have a unit goal i didn't have a i had a passive income goal of hitting my five thousand a month to crush that uh so we're doing all right i mean as far as the big ticket goals were good i just don't i just don't remember where like all the little minute crap but uh that's so interesting
1: i do a year in review blog every year my on my website broke as a choice.com and i've been doing this since 2018 i love it and it really helps me kind of um stay on track or not. track. I had my
0: 2019 and 2021s and I crushed, you know, I mean, but I just, Oh, just couldn't find the 2021. Gotcha.
1: That's interesting. Um, well, I'm glad you had a good, that's good.
0: What about you? How's 2021?
1: It's hard to say. I feel like it was really lousy, but if I start telling you what happened, you'd be like, that's pretty good. So (laughs) definitely, I definitely had the hardest. I'll say it this way. This is kind of, I had the hardest year mentally than I've had in probably a decade. Um, a lot of that is because I live in this town. I don't like living mm-hmm. here anymore. And so I'm working on moving out. Um, uh, real estate didn't go so well. Didn't buy any multifamily. I only did two flips, no wholesales. Like I just didn't do that much real estate.
0: I thought you, oh, the 52 was last year already. Holy crap.
1: It was December 30th of 2020. Yeah, I guess so so yeah, I, reposition- yeah. I repositioned that property. I will say this, that we pa- we paid 3.2 million for that property and late last year, I knew I got a deal and I knew I could reposition it. Well, another property that's also it was 50 units. So slightly smaller, very slightly smaller, basically the same, uh, but all two ones instead of three twos, um, that property just sold for 4.2 million right up the street. So, uh, Dang, making a million dollars in a year yeah. is not so bad.
0: <laughs> yeah. It um, sounds rough.
1: Uh, especially for my, I made it for my investors. So I love that. Um, I sold a 24 unit this year, which is kind of bittersweet because in one way it's like, dude, I made a bunch of money. And the other way it's like, I don't have it anymore. So the pipeline is gone, but I paid 1 million for that property and I sold it for 1.5 in two years. So I got to pay my investors um, two years. I paid them a 50% return in two years. So investors who gave me $56,000, I gave them 131. Yeah. Um, No big deal. I felt very good about that. Yeah, that's awesome. I felt, I felt very good about that. Um, sold an underperforming condo. I bought a condo in 2010 at the bottom of the market. And, it, and over the last um, 10 years, it only went up $10,000 in value. Um, I was very unhappy about it. But I was like, you know what? There's no more. We... The rush is over. It's not going to go up much more than it did in the last 10 years. Um, in any condo. It's not going to spike like that. So I was like, let's get out while the getting good um, there's no more, there's no meat on this thing. So I was glad to get out of some deals that were underperforming. That felt good. Um, late in the year, I joined climb capital. Um, I believe that's going to be extremely fruitful. Um, I'm very thankful I joined. I was able to do that because of the war room and, um, you know, we're gonna, you know, it's, it's, it's new, so I haven't really worked on any deals for them yet, but I'm hoping that we'll close some deals. Um, this year and I'll be part of it and that'll feel really good. Um, and I joined as a partner. So, um, my direct return on per deal will probably be smaller, but my deal, but in the long run, it'll probably be much bigger, which I, I'm a long-term guy. So those are good. Um, I, you know, I had met Kate last August, but now things got really serious early in the year. And so that's going to be, um, you know, she's incredible. That's, she's, uh, we're more than likely to get married. So that's an okay. incredible. Uh, she's been an incredible journey. You met her uh, twice yeah, now. I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Yeah, she, she says the good. same about you.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, you, she's awesome. Anyway, who shit talks. Dave is a good person.
1: So um, she is good at the shit talk.
0: So uh, I did do a lot of things that were
1: interesting. I spent my freedom. And what I did was I, I went off and I, I filmed 12 episodes of meet the investor for bigger pockets. Um, I filmed a promo video for Matt. Faircloth and the DeRosa group, that um, is probably the best thing I've ever made. I I did a bunch of vignettes for my friends and, and um, I traveled more than uh, I traveled quite a bit. So that's like, you know, we're, we're on this blog uh, on this podcast and we're doing like ambitious entrepreneurs type stuff. So what I think is weird is I didn't really get much entrepreneur stuff done, but, you know, I went to Vegas, I went to Indianapolis, I went to this place, Chimney Rock, Myrtle Beach. Gatlinburg, Lancaster, Gettysburg, Austin, Orlando, New Orleans, um, Belize. Um, and I took my camera everywhere. So that's something valuable. That's a life that's, it's hard to quantify, but that's life. And I, so between Kate and that, I felt good about my life, but being in a small town really crushed me and not be doing good on real estate hurt me. So overall it's, I'd be an asshole to complain. I made a bunch of money. Um, I didn't do much new acquisitions. So a lot of us just hurt ego. And
0: ego's the enemy anyway, right? That's what they say. True.
1: But it's, you know, hey, I'm here to tell you the honest truth. Um, I read a lot of books. I read a lot of books. I always love my I always love reading. So that was good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I did I did that as well. Um you know, the travel thing is weird. Uh, so this is the most freedom I've had since I'm, as an adult. Um, I'm pretty sure I went at least one state every month since like May. And I've got a, at least one event lined up every month until April uh, already, actually May. Um, and like the part I'm really struggling with, this is, this is like one of my, we're not going to, we haven't gotten into 2022 goals yet, but I'm really like, I'm reading uh free to focus by Michael Hyatt and really trying to hone in on saying no and, and setting boundaries for myself and taking opportunities. Because where I've realized is that I, while I am financially free and while I can take my laptop with me and I can work from wherever I find that when I take these events, I come back and like, it's like every week gone is two weeks of like chaos trying to catch up. And I'm trying to get to the point where things are so smooth that I can go away Because what I do is when I'm gone, everyone who reaches out to talk, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll be back on this day. And then they all remember. And then I'm like, oh, my God, why did I do that? And so uh, trying to find that balance, yeah, where I can still go travel because I have some big goals for travel this year. Like I want to do Machu Picchu, um, a couple other things. And uh, it's like, man, I need to be able to leave and, you know, touch base from my phone, my computer, my phone or whatever, but like not feel like I have to be on it in order to not fall behind.
1: So I got uh, invited to something. Actually, I got invited just the other day to um, Breckenridge for a real estate networking event. February. In February, dude, I'll be there. And I, and I was like, and I looked at it and I was like, look, I don't like skiing. I'm not into skiing. Oh. And then it said network with real estate investors. And it was like Craig Curlop, um, David Paray, Shelby Osborne. And I was like, I don't want to ski. And I don't, I don't like these people. Yeah. Why am I going to go across the country to spend a few days? Um, and it's that kind of thing. Um, obviously yeah. I'm just joking about not liking. guys. Yeah. But I, I was can't like, believe dude. he
0: invited you after I told him not to. <laughs>
1: uh, I, I think Drake was going to go with Shelby and he bailed. And so she's like, I just need my best friend to come with me. And I was like, dude, I'd love to hang out with you, but I don't want to ski. And if I need to talk to David Parade, Craig Curlop or Shelby, it's a text. Yeah. it's not even a text. We text every day. Anyways, there's nothing. I'm so sorry, but I don't need to fly, fly across the country to network. Not to mention, I'm going to probably see a BP gone. I'm probably going to see it a bunch of other stuff this year. So, um, I, that was where, a place where I said no, but even though I did get a little FOMO about it.
0: Oh yeah. I'm going to make sure Shelby and I, like, we're going to take a whole bunch of really awesome photos and we're going to take them really poorly. Like I'm going to do the ISO all wrong. And then I'm going to be like, man, if only we had a photographer here enjoying this with us.
1: Yeah. Pay me. You can't afford me
0: probably not but
1: um wait when is that that's mid- early february
0: yeah it's like the first week yeah charlie yeah. cameron's going as well so i'll finally get to meet him in person which i'm excited about
1: yeah he he's the only one i didn't really know so i was like uh, but you know what dude i'm going to best ever two weeks later um uh, yeah. and two weeks before that um i'm going to california for one day to see tool fucking tool so hyped with uh, our uh, our fellow war room member, John Lalonde. Very excited about that. Um, and then before that, I'm going to Pensacola uh, to spend some time at Climb. So I, I got, you know, that's three trips in the first 60 days. I didn't need to do an unnecessary one. And come to your point where it's like, dude, I got to be here to work. I got to get stuff done. Yep. So every time, time away, it's like, yeah, you have your laptop, but mindset. You're not in the right mindset.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that event's part of why I haven't even the whole world seems to be going to best ever and I would like to go, but I don't think I'm going to. And it's because I've got an event, uh, March 10th to the 13th. And then I had already said, yes, that was that. break. Oh, I'm going to that. I know that event too. That's in Phoenix. I'm going to be at Rubicon. Yep. 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 Yeah.
1: I do not need to go to see you at February and to go see the, to to see you at, uh, in Phoenix. So, uh, since we're both going to that, we can kind of, we can advertise for that one. If you want to come see David and I, there are going to be a, it's going to be a small event, two, 300 people. Um,
0: Real estate wealth builders. Real just estate enough. wealth builders,
1: it's all people who are givers. Um, it's hosted by Dustin Heiner. If you use discount code Alex, you get some money off. <laughs> if David. you use the discount code David, you don't get shit. Uh, don't. Your,
0: your testicles will stop working, you'll die, shrivel up, and just yeah. your your soul gets sucked out of your body. Use Alex. If
1: you use my discount code, you might get this hair and beard. But if you use David's discount code, you get it, <laughs> yeah, you get his else? old mustache. Uh, I'm
0: trying to remember who else. So Dustin Heiner's putting it on. He's awesome. He runs Shelby's uh, gonna. Shelby's be Shelby speaking. You're speaking. I'm speaking. Chad Carson. Uh, I believe Ryan Dossie. So um, I mean, just off the bat, right. Those are all people with Annie Dickerson. Um, yeah. Paul Thompson. Oh, that guy's
1: smart. Smarter than I am. Seth Williams, Sunita, um, Jason and yeah. Peely who I love. Well, I don't know them super well. I've met them once or twice and I love them since what I know, but so um, it's going to be a great. Uh, be a great event
0: first impressions are always the best people never hide anything then
1: what (laughs)
0: just being an asshole
1: julian sage uh short-term sage a good friend of ours yeah
0: good uh good at um yeah he's gonna it's gonna be covering most topics and it's a whole bunch of people who are coming together to build this i guess event without the intention of selling all their crap. So it's not going to be a pitch fest, which is, which is good because there's a lot of really good, like some of the best conferences that we go to like FinCon are not pitch, pitch fests, but they don't like, I don't know. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. I think it'll be a really good event for anyone who's interested in real estate. It's Phoenix. The early bird prices um, is six fifty. It goes up on January
1: 1st. So by the time you hear this, the price will have already increased by $50. Thanks Alex. Um, uh, but yeah, let's go, uh, go with us. And then I booked my hotel and flight today, so I'll be there. But yeah, uh, to your point, I'm like, I'm not going to Breckenridge when I have five trips planned for the first 90 I days got,
0: already. Yeah. Let's see. I got Lake city or park city in January. Yeah, and then exactly. literally I leave park city to fly to Dallas because I'm speaking at an event in Dallas uh, with like a thousand people. And then um, the Breckenridge early February, Dustin Heiner early March, something in April that is a thing. And then in May, we are hopefully going to be doing, we haven't planned out exact location yet, but uh, when we do, we'll make the announcement, the uh, first actual in-person veterans live. So veterans REI live with Bill Allen, Stu Grazier and everyone else. So when is that? uh, We haven't picked dates, but it's, we're looking at mid to end of May. And we're, we're, we've got another call a call next week, I think, but, uh, hopefully we're looking like Nashville, Dallas, you know, somewhere central.
1: Um, well, I'm not going to make it. So I have in late May, I'm going to Spain to hike a pilgrimage called the the Camino de Santiago, seven days, seven day hike. Yeah. And then from there,
0: I'm flying to Germany to go to a friend's wedding. You guys heard it here first. You should go to Veterans Live. Alex won't be there. If there's no there's no better sales pitch, then you won't have to see him. Which means it won't be that good. Okay. So we've got like 13 minutes before we interview. Well, not interview, but have uh, Jabbar on, or Jabbar. I'm going to mess up his name. But okay. Mindy do your, recommended do him. your
1: 2022 goals.
0: That's what I was going to say. I'm going to just run through some big ones here because there's like a million things written out on here and I haven't like formulated it ideally yet, but I'm going to have a good year in the reserves. So I'm going to successfully accomplish year one in the reserves without, or or I will quit. One of those two things will happen. <laughs> no half-assing. Uh, I'm going to read 30 books. I'm going to attend one go abundance event. And those are all like easy ones. But as far as the business, I'm going to finally finish my lawsuit my two and a half year, quarter million dollar lawsuit. Not, you're we have that, we have a court date in March, so uh, so hopefully that finally goes the universe, through. The universe is gonna let that drag on to your ninety. Yeah, I'm gonna get up to five deals a month with my off market dealio. I'm gonna hit fifteen thousand a month in cash flow, uh, and that's uh, that's a stretch goal for sure. But if the hotel starts doing what it should, that'll help. Um, I'm gonna buy one off market, either mobile home park, RV park, or multifamily, twenty five units or more.
1: Because uh, Climb Capital is exclusively focused, not exclusively, but highly focused on RV parks right now. So, uh, Jeremy and I actually talked about today. Maybe we can partner. Maybe we'll find a deal and we can, we can, we can partner up. I
0: am down. Uh, RV parks are
1: the future. You heard it here.
0: Don't, don't, you, you're supposed to wait until you own them all. And then you tell everyone that's how they do okay. it. <laughs> uh, I have a whole bunch of like follower goals that nobody cares about on my platforms. Um, hoping to get. Uh, oh, the podcast will be profitable. That'll be that's. A good if you one. want to
1: sponsor this podcast, reach out to David or I. We are looking for sponsors. Um, not- I'm gonna
0: get. I'm gonna complete a full Ironman. I'm gonna get down to 200 pounds. Uh, by the end of the year, I will have $25,000 a month passively and $40,000 a month active income. Uh, Two million dollar net worth. Nothing but good debt. So no credit cards, no auto loans, no whatever. uh, And I'll be able to save 25% of my income. And then uh, goals as far as like kids playing sports and father-son dates and relationship goals. And then for adventures, I want to do Machu Picchu. And I want to do one like Arctic backpacking, hunting, camping trip, like Alaska, Montana, Wyoming, something where it's like snowshoe, fucking cold couple dudes big guns kill something eat it whatever something manly i need that i need that uh adventure in life and then a couple vacation goals with family and uh you know that's pretty much it that's super super are you gonna post it online Ooh, yeah maybe once i have it all formatted yeah i don't know i kind of like the idea of like i don't know there's like two sides to that coin i like the idea of accountability but I also like the idea of kind of keeping my goals. I don't know. I, I almost feel like putting goals out there seem comes off uh, disingenuous in a lot of cases. Like it's it it feels kind of like virtue signaling almost to me. Um, and I know it's not, but like for example, like I wouldn't put a goal publicly out there if I was like I'm gonna give away a million dollars to this charity. Like I I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to publicize that because I wouldn't want to follow it up with, I gave away a million like that. Just, so I don't know. I always feel kind of weird about which goals I publish and which ones I don't, but. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I'm pretty transparent. So I don't mind that stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't think I do that much virtue signaling. So no, I feel you though. You have no virtue. I, I have no virtue. All right.
0: What about you? What are you doing?
1: Um. Okay. So one of the big problems I have in my life is I ha- I, I'm terrible at negative self-talk. So in 2022, I'm going to do negative zero, negative self-talk. I'm done, none of it. Um, and then uh, one of the things I also want to do is I want to do more charitable giving. So on your point about publishing charitable goals, I think what I'm gonna try to do is every time I raise money for deals this year, I'm gonna ask them to donate an additional point, uh, a half or 1% ac- additional, and I'm going to give that away to charity. Um, and so I'm working on that. Seems reasonable. I mean, you
0: blame, yeah. you give.
1: Don't give me $50,000. Give me $50,500. Yeah, okay. And the 500 will go to charity. It's not that big of an ask. I don't think. No. So we're going to work on that. Uh, fitness, I, for the first time in 18 years, I've been a meathead. And then for the first time in, in 18 years, I really dropped off the gym. So we're going to get back into that hardcore. And we're going to get back to, you know, 350, 400 pound squats. Before the end of the year, that's my goal. How much deadlift? Oh, more. Oh, I can usually deadlift more. So at least at least three fifty. There you go. Um, I like me some deadlifts. Um, uh, books. I I'm not doing a book number goal because like list this, this year I read you know the brothers Karamazov. I did Infinite Jet. Uh, excuse me. Um, War and Peace, Moby Dick, epically long books. So I think I only got like twenty seven done. Um, so I don't want to do a numbers goal, but what I do want to do is I've been very active on my. The Great Book Club of Alexandria Facebook group. And so um, we're starting January 1. We're starting Infinite Jest. Um, Anybody wants to read along? Um, Or just just participate in a book club. It is not an entrepreneurial book club. It is not business books. It's more culture, philosophy, history. Um, What's book two? uh, So the three rereads that I'm gonna do this year are Infinite Jest, Anti-Fragile, and Thus Spoke Zarathustra, a Nietzsche book. So those are the three, I might do another one, but those are, those are big ones. Um, and so I have some other goals, you know, I want to do, I want to write more about books, three takeaways for every book, um, post all the books, the book club, take pictures of books. Cause I love my books and I love my camera. Uh, I want to go to at least three conferences. I have two already lined up. Um, I want to public speak, uh, a couple of times. Um, I'm committed to attending every single war room meeting. That was one thing that I missed this year. I, I skipped a lot of meetings because I wasn't feeling like I was accomplishing much. And so I was like, I don't want to go to this meeting and be a piece, you know, be lackluster or or not have a lot to add and be the low man on the totem pole. And that's hard. It's hard to do that. But I'm gonna meet, I'm gonna miss no meetings in 2022, no matter what. I like it. Um Uh, I had converted one property to Airbnb this year. It's going well. I'm going to convert two more next year. I'm going to buy a property in Charlotte. That's like my big number one goal is to get to Charlotte. I think that will change my mental health in a probably 180 degrees. So that's a real big life goal. Um, YouTube, I want to make at least 30 YouTube videos, if not more. Um, I'm starting a new podcast. I'm working on it. I need to get my production stuff done, but I'm starting a new podcast about culture and politics. And I have it, it kind of wrapped up. Uh, I need to get production side done. So maybe you, something you can probably help me with. Um, but I, I want to start that. That's something that's kind of a passion project that I've been working on. Uh, politics is hard to tackle, but not really. Um, I'm going to Spain, uh, travel, travel goals. I'm going to Spain. I'm going to Germany. Uh, at the end of the year in November, I'll probably go with five pillars to go to their annual team trip to um, so South America. So three international trips would be That's a good goal. Um, I'm going to Pensacola. I want to go to DC. Uh, I'm going to go to Denver in February. Uh, Miss Kate wants to go to Charleston. I want to hit Vegas at some point. We're going to orange County. Um, And I don't know somewhere else, but that's, that's a good travel list. That's one, two, three, four, five, six, six uh, national cities and three international. That's yeah.
0: That's, that's a lot.
1: That's not bad. Plus moving plus, you know, work. So I think I'm going to travel actually a little bit less this year, but more meaningfully more intentionally
0: yeah <coughs> i think that's kind of where i'm feeling is on the travel thing is like i went to literally everything that was thrown at me last year and yeah i had a lot of fun fincon and, was and a it, bust like was, we didn't need to go yeah i i i bought my ticket for next year but i don't know if i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna feel out the lead up to it and then um dude let's say yes to bigger things yeah i, let's I think say yes was, to bigger things 2022 is gonna be the year of what is it how do you say it say fuck yes or no yeah yeah so None. i dude uh well not to totally detour so i'm not going to pull it up but uh, this book free to focus by michael hyatt uh is one of the what else movies. did he write he wrote something else i know um yeah uh let's 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 since we're doing less formal stuff give I it can go over give it a goog
1: yeah give it a goog that's what that's what me and jay say um oh he wrote a bunch of books oh he wrote 18 books goodness gracious
0: yeah um free to focus oh your best
1: year ever no fail uh, vision
0: driven leader oh yeah yeah he's gonna read it i haven't read any of these all right so anyway um i had free to focus sitting uh where did i get it it was like a garage sale find or given to me or ooh something right like <laughs> it's not your eyeball so it doesn't want to focus um i had it just sitting on my shelf no idea what it was. And I heard somebody recommend it. I don't remember who it was, but I just heard it recommended somewhere. And I was like, Hmm, I have that book. Let me crack it open. Cause they recommended it as a way to like be better at saying no, which is what I wanted to do. And dude, I'm halfway through it. Fucking game changer so far. Like it's, it's like, it's talking about like finding your, your passions, like your, what, what stuff you need to work on, but in a way that I understood, but it's talking about setting like a not to do list. So like, I will not take or schedule phone calls after 5 p.m. more than once a week going forward, like just setting boundaries for yourself. And uh, yeah, so that's my hope is to be able to say no a lot more to things.
1: Call me because I'm good at this. I say no. I'm good at saying no. Um, Call me. I'll help you out. Also, say no to FinCon. I'm not going to FinCon this year.
0: I get myself stuck in the catch 22 of like, ooh, but that, that might help the platform grow. But it's like most of it. Most of Did won't. you get anything last year? I mean, dude. Oh no, a- I'm not talking about things- FinCon. Just in general, like that's why I say yes, yeah. to
1: everything. But let's your platform's growing because you're making good content because you're doing it on time, uh, because you're doing uh, over time. Like, dude, let's go yeah. to stuff that's meaningful. I would love to do a group trip. We've been talking about it for a long time. I'd love to do a let's war room trip rather than do FinCon. Yeah, um, we outgrew FinCon. Great problem to have. I Agree. Also, I love that you have family goals. This is an entrepreneurial show, and I love that. But, um life is bigger than just making money, you know? Yeah. And if you're, and if your money is right and you're, and your life is jacked up, you're not gonna be happy. And if your oh, life yeah. is right and your money's kind of just, okay, you'll be, you'll be, you'll be happy. Infinitely so, happier. Yep. Yeah. There are plenty of, so,
0: plenty of happy people who have jobs.
1: I love that you, Um, I love that you, you have family goals. Uh, my, my first goal is zero negative self-talk. As I said, my second goal is, you know, invest in Miss Kate yep. and, And we made, we actually did a group, we did family goal planning yesterday. Her and I sat down at the coffee shop and we did our goals. And we put, what we did was we put our spreadsheets on a group Google Drive so that I can check hers to make sure she's accountable. Not just like she has it on paper or she has it on her thing and she can check it, but no, I can check it and say, where are you at? And vice versa.
0: I like that. I kind of did that yesterday, except my wife is not a goal setter. And so she came up with like three things and I was like, well, at least we did it. So I have two pages and she's like, you know, but, you know, it is what it is. She's, she's actually got, she's, she's very content in her life. And, you know, so iterative, iterative
1: people, it's a long game people. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't know what the fuck. So this is our first one like this. You'll have to let us know what you think. Hey, you know what
1: we should do? We should do do something like, you know what? Let's do, can we do like a group military to millionaire shared um, spreadsheet where everybody posts their 2022 goals? Everybody posts their 2022 goals in a group sheet. We could all look at and hold each other accountable. I love that.
0: Are are you want to put that together? Because my head... We need
1: a volunteer. We need a volunteer for somebody to... um, I'll contribute,
0: but I am not managing that because my head will explode. I am not that detailed. Yeah. Just somebody will do, everybody gets their own tab. All right, so shoot me a message on Facebook if you want to be the guy or girl. And we'll uh, yeah. we'll post it in the Facebook group. We'll make it fucking happen. I'm down.
1: Yeah, it'll just be good. I'm not going to look at it or check it, but it'll just be good, particip- like, good to participate as a group. You know, <laughs> somebody, will, somebody will go in there and not see us all. I like it. Yeah, heck yeah. What you All right. All right. I want to make sure. Go it's a, I want to make sure guy. it's a group thing. All right. We got another podcast.
0: Yeah. Thank you, military fun, millionaires, bro. for
1: what, for listening. I hope everybody had a great 2021
0: and is hyped
1: t- for 2022. Yeah, it's gonna be good.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode about my journey from military to millionaire. If you liked it, be sure to visit from militarymillionaire slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts. While you're there, we'd love for you to rate the show, give us a review on iTunes. Now get out there and take action.